Hey, 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 welcome to Bonus Barrel. I am Rob, and with you is... Shelby. Let's see. Here we go. Look at the group, the core team. <laughs> a little bit of uh, a, a pre upon <laughs> set up the episode. Hey, see, Sage, you liked it. <laughs> <I loved> it. <laughs> All right. So it's been a month since we've done a proper app. Lots of stuff has happened. I mean, not in my life, but like I'm sure lots of stuff has happened. It's been a month. The world's a crazy place. Um, I wanted one thing we didn't. So last time we had a mini, right, Sagey? We talked about the uh, fucking mini E3 Nintendo Direct. That's right. Oh, we know. Before we go into the next thing I will say, which we'll be talking about the Pokemon Direct real quick, Shelby, did you uh, see anything that you liked from the uh, Nintendo Direct that came out like three weeks ago? Oh God, I'm trying to remember that. It's gonna there be was one. the Astral Chains. Yeah, the, the one with the people who looked like cops were pretty cool. Yeah, see, movie, see like something you'd like. Cool. Can't remember. Damon X Machina demo, which I I installed but never tried out. I did. I tried it. Did you? Yeah. Is it cool? Ah, it's cool, but <laughs> feel-wise, mm. it didn't feel like like super super polished. It might not be right. This is not out. Yeah, the yeah. camera was kind of wonky. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's cool looking for sure. Mm. I don't know. I'm less excited about it after playing the the demo. <laughs> the chance now's your time to fix it. Maybe when when it comes back out, it'll be really nice and polished. Yeah, be really cool. Could be. But yeah, it's okay. I don't expect you to remember everything from back then. But uh, there was a Pokemon Direct like two days later or something. I mean, that's a little bit of exaggeration, but like really soon after, uh, for me, it kind of came out of nowhere. But mm. they basically showed the like a two or three minute trailer uh, that ended with the reveal of the three starter Pokemon. Uh, and it takes place in the Gal, Gal, Gal I can't remember the name of the region, Gorda. Gal Gala, get ga, game Gamma, get Ger Gyarados, Galar. It seems Galar, the Galar, G A L A R, Galar, Galar, that region. Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's fun. They're dropping, you know, adjectives and just using nouns, right? That's cool. Yeah. Dropping letters <laughs> using. Now we have physical items that we can uh, identify with this Pokemon game. What are you going to be? Team Sword or Team Shield? Like, I like Shields and Swords. Tough pick. I guess it depends on the, the legendary it has. Oh, wait, I'm going to buy both of them. I guess it depends on which one I play, though. That's still the question. That's still the question. Like, who knows, man? But the, start, the starters, you got Sobble and then two other ones. You got uh, Rabbit. Fire rabbit and plant monkey. Yeah. Not big of, big of monkeys in general, even though that one is really cute. I try to always stick to the fire one, but I got to see the final evolutions too, especially the typing. You got to be careful too, because I mean, it's just, they're all at risk of being furries, but <laughs> I feel like the rabbit's the closest one. Like we saw it happen to Blaziken. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen to this bunny. Will it look like a fiery low punny? 
that's that's oh, a boy. concern. Be careful. Yeah. What do you think is the most sexualized Pokemon? I, I think it's question. probably I think it's Lopunny or Gardevoir. It's not oh a weird God. question. If you ever draw Pokemon ever and you're like, oh, I want to get reference of this Pokemon, you type its name in, you're going to get fucking humanoid versions of them being all weird looking. Well, Guaranteed. I don't draw Pokemon, so I've never run Do into this issue before. Right now. Nope. P2, you're listening? Search up your favorite Pokemon and just keep scrolling through Google. It won't take long. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Don't put that on me. I this is just stuff I've noticed over the years when gathering reference for things. People like to draw. Pokemon is like as fat. Like everybody knows all the crap with Sonic, right? Like you can't be a Sonic fan. But Pokemon is like the same thing. Just weird images of people who just want to fuck Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure Digimon is is about the same thing. I mean, Digimon they just throw those in the actual canon, anyways. You guys have. <laughs> Digimon Try, which I know Shelby has watched. One I've of the Digimon of basically just has breasts, but they're covered in fur. And it's like, you're a Digimon. That's not right. <laughs> you shouldn't look like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. What's your opinion on sexualized Pokemon, Sadie? I think I did tell you guys about that one time when someone attempted to like bait me into like Pokemon furry stuff. Oh, no. Okay, no. You have not told this, I don't think, so oh, no. please tell the story. It's very simple. So uh, in my competitive Pokemon days, I, I mm-hmm. used to meet like a lot of people online just to, you know, to set up battles and stuff like that. Yeah. And there was this one guy with which I was talking to and I had several battles before. And I, mm. so I, I never knew him personally, or like, but we occasionally had conversations about, you know, battles and stuff. And usually we would send um, each other, you know, links to stuff to like pages or to uh, more specifically Cerevi stuff or like setups, mm-hmm. or screenshots or whatever. And there was this one time where he just sent me like a link to, to like a picture <laughs> or, or something like that. Oh, God. And I, and I clicked on it and it was fairy stuff, like Pokemon fairy stuff. <laughs> and I was like, um, I think you, you, you got the wrong guy. Like this wasn't meant. This wasn't meant for me, right? And and he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like that wasn't meant for you." And then immediately after, he was like, "Did you like it?" What did you say, Seiji? Did it awaken anything in you? I don't remember what I said, but it was probably something in in the line of like, like "Don't ever send me this stuff again" or something like that. So you don't have a closet of different Pokemon costumes for yourself. <laughs> and I think that was the last time we talked <laughs> to each other. Oh wow, that's the way to end end the converse, conversation for life. But it was funny how how it works, right? They they don't know how to you know to talk about that kind of stuff, and so they just like randomly send pictures to see what their reaction to is. The it's like sending yeah. like dick pics to people, and then people <laughs> yeah, are just like, "Why did you that, send bro. me that? You must have sent it to the wrong person." But did you like it? Whoops. Uh, I said uh, wrong person. Sorry about that. But what did you think about it? Yeah, it's yeah. basically every creepy PM sent. Yeah. And I'm not sure if this is true, but I I assumed it was his own art also. <laughs> okay. Maybe he was just asking your opinion as an art, like for an art. Because he was pretty bad. Like maybe he was just like, not about the content, but like, hey, what do you think of the quality of this? What do you think? Yeah, sure. He like maybe you, maybe you uh, misjudged him. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're holding his grudge against this guy for years later, but really he just wanted to see, see how good of an artist he was. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send some some poke porn to Shelby later. No, please that, don't. That I draw that I draw for you. Oh. What's your favorite Pokemon, Shelby? I'm not telling you. Have a bubble so really <laughs> big breasts. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me of a long, long time ago. I they used to listen to like I think when I was much younger, I used to listen to dramatic readings of like weird fanfics. And there's one about like uh, <laughs> Pikachu getting impregnated by Bulbasaur and Squirtle or something, some some weird shit. It was really weird. It had talked about like like uh, one of them being a surrogate like holder for the other because it, it, it was like a lesbian relationship or something, and and Pikachu was like a donor or something. I don't know. I don't remember because it was this is a long time ago, but I remember it was around the same time I was listening to Sonic and the Knuckles oh my and God, no. a few other ones like that. Yeah, but that one was it's a little bit scarring. I can remember remember the basic plot of it. It was really fucking weird. Professor Oak was involved too. Like it's it was fucked up, man. I'm sure if you really want to find it though, you could find a dramatic reading of a Pokemon story or something. Though don't let your kids listen to it though. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's like that's like nothing, right? It's just the internet. So you know, yeah, dark, but... anything anything you can imagine, it can would come out darker. I imagine like it's uh, yeah, it's tough times. It's tough times to like Pokemon. It's tough right? times to like anything. <laughs> I don't, there's not many fandoms that are safe. I don't think uh, from from like well, we we have our good friend Jordan who reads a lot of fanfics, so we get fed a lot of information <laughs> about um, the weird shit that. Uh, people like to write about wow what other so out there you guys have any uh any favorite game franchises that you know have weird shit to them uh, drop a line i'd love to, I'd love to hear <laughs> about it <laughs> yep so that was pokemon we talked about pokemon what else is new in the last last little while i beat super mario land one and two in the last week oh one and two yeah because i'm just replaying them for fun now i'm playing uh super or i'm playing warrior land super mario land three mm-hmm this is my first time playing that game. I like I had played the first two. But never played many Wario games. Never got into it, but I'm, I'm trying because I like I like these games in general. This is about Super Mario Land that I, I I am like positive about. Like I I like it. I'm pro. I think they're fun, especially Super Mario Land Two. I have a very soft spot for it. It's like I don't know. They did a lot on the Game Boy with that title. Like a lot of the improvements Mario Three and Mario World made, they they kind of crammed into it. Yeah. Oh, you've played the game, right, Sadie? I played the first one a lot because I had it when I was a kid, and mm. I was one of the few games I would beat regularly. I don't know; it, it it's like a, an easy game to beat. I feel like it's it is it's kind of shorter. Easy. Yeah, the second one I I have played, but I didn't play it as a kid, so I don't remember it as fondly. And I never played three. But it, what what is mm. interesting about that uh, specific trilogy of games is that. The Game Boy has such a long life that they really like s- squeezed everything they could from the uh, from the Game Boy hardware because like the first one is very rudimentary looking, right? Yeah. The physics is weird and like everything it is, really is. It's like like a really low budget version of Mario, and then the second one actually looks nice, I guess, compared to the other one, like big sprites. It does look nice. Yeah, you know this big sprites the the physics mm-hmm. are much better do you have the maps and all these kinds you can go things. backwards in the stage too mm-hmm. so you can backtrack and yeah yeah super mario land is kind of weird in in some in a lot of ways because it's like in some ways it's like super mario land or super mario 2 uh you know not but i mean like you know doki doki panic it like 
it's weird like Doki Doki Panic because it feels like you it takes place away from regular Mario stuff. But unlike that, it's not a reskin game. This is a game done intentionally. But you know, you have you don't have Peach. You don't even hear mention of her. He's in a different land. In the first one, he's rescuing some some friend that we never heard about. Uh, and then in the second game, it's his fucking castle that he has that's taken over by some weird cosplay fanboy. And uh, you know, you have to take back your fucking castle. Like those are weird premises for Mario that's not really explored much, uh, especially nowadays. But I, I like it's so goofy and the enemies are all weird. Like you have your Koopas and your stuff, but like then you have like ghost ghost Goombas and Beatles and fucking I don't know, all kinds of weird stages and, and areas. It's like it's I don't know, it's like a bite sized version of Mario three and and world, but but with a weird spin on it. That's how I feel at least. Yeah, they're kinda wacky. <laughs> they are wacky, yeah. And they get weird once once Wario takes over. Man, the first appearance of Wario is hilarious because like yeah, Wario looks weird even now, but like when he first shows up, he looks really fucking weird. Like his head's like half the size of his body, his eyes aren't the same size, and they look crazy as crazy eyes. And I don't know, I like it. I like old Wario. I should redraw him. Yeah, I'll draw him today later as a, as a warm up because uh, he looked crazy. He's a crazy looking dude, that Wario man. What do you what do you think, Shelby? What do you think of Wario? Are you, are you a big Wario fan, Shelby? Like Wario? Um, the only experience I have with any Wario games would be like one of the Wario work titles on gamecube but mm-hmm. i mean that was a fun game i had a lot of fun with it but i don't i don't know i don't think i've played enough to actually have much of uh, an opinion about him that's fair yeah seiji doesn't <laughs> his name come from warui yes and then yeah see that's fun that's a little little fucking weeb tidbit for you i mean probably people most likely know but warui in uh, japanese means bad and they just took that and, and drop the it just added an O really. We'll drop the U and added an O. And uh you have Wario. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's a pretty pretty great way of making a character, I think. In yeah. evil game. Like in, in and in the game, like when you when he takes over your castle, the the big M that Mario put, put up the front of his castle just flips over and you have a W instead. It works out. It's great. Waluigi though, not 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 such a good pun. But people love him. <laughs> It still has that Warui part. Waruigi. It does, yeah. Waruigi. You know what? Actually, you're right. It does work. I have a copy of Mario Tennis. And, oh, and cool. I'm looking at it. You guys were talking about Mario. I was talking about Waluigi. <laughs> if you look at the back of the box, it has like um, four screenshots of the game. So you have four chances to convey, you know, what the game is, right? And three of mm-hmm. them... Wait, one, two, three, four. The five. Five screenshots. And four screenshots are just like gameplay of the game, like mid-action, kind of like swinging and stuff. And one of them is a full screenshot of just Waluigi. He's not doing anything. <laughs> it's just there. That's his first appearance, right? He's very ugly. But yeah, his first first appearance. It was created for this game for some odd reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they needed, a, they needed that, that counter, I guess, for Wario. Yeah, I guess. Waluigi. Mm. Yeah, I like, Wa- I like Wario and Waluigi. And I like... I don't know. I like most Mario things, to be honest with you. You know, okay, sorry, this is a rant I wanted to talk about for a while. I actually f- forgot about it completely. So I beat uh, Super Mario... for the uh, Sorry. <laughs> New Super Mario Bros. Uh, U Deluxe on Switch. I, I beat what? that. You played that? What? I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's technically a replay, because I, I have played the, the U version a while back. I don't like New Super Mario Bros. 
like almost in general. Yeah, that's why I'm so surprised. It kind of cemented how much I don't like it. Like it's a fucking it was a chore to finish. But I had bought it because I'm I'm like I'm like half heartedly collecting Wii games or Switch games. Like I know there are titles that I'm probably not gonna buy because there's so many. But there's still a part of me that thinks I kinda want all the Switch games. So if I have mild interest in them or even just some interest, I'm like, all right, I'll pick that up. So like I grabbed it and I'm like, well fuck it. I sh- I wanted a game to play on the side because I was playing uh Kingdom Hearts three at the time. And so I wanted to like I play while I'm in bed or when I go to work and stuff. So I was playing through that because I'm like, cool, I can just do a couple levels at a time and, and I'll get through the game. Which is technically true, which is how it happened. But I hated it. I hate I don't know why I hate it. Well, I know reasons why I hate it. I find the music is fucking bland and just I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I find the games are even easier than a lot of the older ones. You know, there's a few exception levels, but in general, I don't like the aesthetics that much. There's not as many power ups in the, in the ones that I get. There are some of them are okay. Like I like the uh, the raccoon suit. No, the uh, flying squirrel suit. Propeller head is fun. There's some okay stuff there. I just feel like there's like the game misses. I don't know. I feel like part of me feels like it lacks cohesion. I know there's a world map, but it doesn't have that, that same charm as, as Super Mario World. Or maybe I'm just old. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. But like, I don't feel like the levels are all that connected. I don't particularly like them. And I don't have a lot of fun playing them. So much hate. To me, it's like, like you, you know, the, the original Star Wars movies, they have they had a lot of charm and <clears throat> a certain texture to them. And then like the prequels, they, they're they so like plastified. Like, I don't know. They have this very different feel to them. And... Um, somehow it feels like less quality i don't know and and blander so i i think that is kind of like um how i feel about the new super mario series well there's another equivalent to what you just said that's another good example look at the old simpsons animation versus the current stuff and it's like the current stuff is nice and clean and looks better but like it lacks the motion and energy of of the old simpsons animation i'm sure shelby you know this already but uh yeah that's kind of a way i feel about new super mario bros technically it's fine but it's like it's it's too clean too safe too formula yeah i don't i don't i don't like it and 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 i know they can make great mario games because i love super mario 3d land was a lot of fun and of course odyssey was a blast and 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 so forth it's just the new super mario bros series i don't seem to like them i will keep buying them of course because i love mario uh but I never. I'm very. I'm always disappointed every time I play. Every time I play one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. that was my little rant about fucking about that. <laughs> I hear you. But Super Mario Land two and one awesome games. What about the um, the the crown item? Did you enjoy that? I used Toadette quite a bit because she actually played the easiest. And I wanted to get through the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's fine. I mean, Pe- Peach is awesome. I love Princess Peach. I mean, the only character I like more than is is uh, Rosalina. So, I mean. It's not really Peach, but it looked like her. Uh, you know, Toadette controlled fine, which is nice. Uh, it was cool. Um, it's just, I just think about that game, and like I can't think of any area that I'm like, oh, this place is so cool, or I can barely remember. But then I think of Super Mario World, and that's not fair, because Super Mario World is one of the first games I've ever played, so I'm not being fair. But okay, well, even... I mean, Super Mario 3D World, or 3D Lit, no, okay. Yeah, Super Mario 3D World was the Wii U one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that game too. But that game I found didn't have a huge identity either. Like, I can't think of any one area that was cool. I could think of stages that were cool. Like the train, 
and uh, the the Mario Kart kind of stage. Like I found that game was like a lot of like we. It's like, it was like playing like a souped up Mario Maker. It's like a bunch of random fucking stages put together. They were all very fun and unique, so I I don't have as much complaints about that one. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Yeah, I mean it's it's a much much better game, but it, it's true mm. that it it lacks that identity, I guess. If you think about old Mario's, like you could like Mario Three and World specifically, because they're some of the best ones, and and Mario sixty four, which I have not played a ton of. Um, like they have distinct areas that you could think about and like, oh, I remember this. Area. I remember the desert land. I fucking hated that sun that was at me or that da- damn fish in the water world that would always attack me. Like you could say water world and suddenly you're thinking of a bunch of different levels, but they're all like connected. You could think of like the the uh, sky world that start, starts you in the ground. They think up a tower to get to the top area. That's cool. And you could think of you could say these certain areas and, and it brings you like a bunch of different levels in your mind. But like name like oh the poison area and fucking super mario u like i can't remember any fucking levels in there uh i i'm, I'm amazed that i remembered poison area because <laughs> it's so purple uh i don't know i maybe i'm being too picky because i'm sure there are kids who played like you know who are 15 years younger than me who like love the original or love super mario new super mario bros and you know love it like just just throw it out there super mario new super mario bros for the ds was refreshing at the time because we'd only had like 3D Mario is like the last five, six, seven, eight years, or maybe longer years. And New Super Mario Bros. comes in the DS and, and gives you something that a lot of people wanted at the time. So I think it was okay. But then after that, they just got diluted real fast. Like, fucking Super, New Super Mario Bros. 2 was awful. All the coins and shit. And like, it like made, even, death is not even that important in Mario now, but like sometimes you'll get that artificial, like, oh crap, I'm getting low on lives, versus like <laughs> the, the coins, New Super Mario Lands 2 or Bros. 2. We're just like collecting coins constantly, and you never really run a lives. Yeah, I think the first two were probably okay because the first one was completely new, so that was like, oh, this looks interesting. Yeah, it looks like a remake yeah, yeah. And, and such. And then the second one on the Wii, that was okay. Yeah, that that one uh, had the um, the multiplayer. Yeah, which was a blast. Set that it set that apart. It was on a better system at the time. It was nice looking. It didn't feel old yet. I remember. I remember still complaining about the music back then too. But at least mm-hmm. it wasn't like repet- It wasn't like at that point so repetitive that I wanted to pull my eyes, my ears out. I guess in this case, or eardrums out, or rupture them. The problem was that now, like Mario is like a proper, very proper like franchise, right? So everything is kind of like standardized. So now, even up to Odyssey, which Odyssey kind of wants to get to. To that point where it's identifiable with the hats mm-hmm. and stuff, but it's it's still within that realm. But I, I don't know if we feel that way because of something more related to to the art itself, or because of our own sensibilities growing up with those games. It's gotta be right. Well, first, when you're a child, I guess you get into stuff more, like you get to accept stuff more, like easier. And I feel this. This is the way I feel. In the old days, stuff was more like coded, right? In the sense mm-hmm. that, it, like, color coded or certain themes, they were very overt with that. But it also, because of the low fidelity, it leaves a lot to the imagination. So you you make a bridge between you know your own imagination and what the what the game is like screaming this what what it should be, um, and then you fill the blanks and and you create this very immersive world. But now they like they give you more, right? Like there's more fidelity, there's more detail, mm-hmm. so you have you don't have to imagine. And, and now 
it's more difficult to do that because there's more of it. But I, I don't know if, if, if mm. a child from these days that is accustomed to all this richness in the in games and depth could go back to the old games and have like a similar opinion to us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And, and I don't, and I doubt it. Uh, Shelby, you, cause you, we, sorry for leaving you up for so much of this. No, Did you, wh- what's the oldest Mario you played with growing up? Do you remember? The oldest? Yeah, like what did you play? Okay, no, really. Actually, more, more better question. What did you play as a kid? Like, what was your main Mario game if you had any? I know you did have like uh, uh, older consoles and stuff. Mario Bros. Three was the one my sister and I played the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have kind of a warm spot for that, I take it. Yeah. Um. And this is probably going to sound super out of place. I haven't played like any of the new Mario games that have come out uh, over the years, like at all, because I never. Um, I, I didn't keep up with Nintendo consoles as much, mm-hmm. um, but and this is at a quick glance, so don't That's for cool. anybody listening, don't be like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck. Um, I actually find that a lot of the uh, Mario games coming out now look the same. Like they I don't do. know what else You're there right. is for them to like. You know, and I was like, oh, this game looks so beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it just looks like another Mario game to me. So I don't know, uh, you know. Um... Mar- Mario is like, okay, so there's like two types of Mario. Three, I guess three types of Mario games in a way. Classic, yeah. two, classic 2D, New mm-hmm. Super Mario Bros. 2.5D, and then the full 3D Marios. Like, so Super Mario 1, or Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2 mm. were like really good games. They had like, Different music, different power-ups, a lot of, like, different ideas with the whole, like, jumping on the globes and stuff. So, like, to me, yeah. Mario, those games feel distinct. And I found that um, Mario Odyssey, I thought it was pretty cool with the little, each each planet being its own little hub area yeah. and all the hats and shit. So, for me, those three stick out in, like, the last ten years. But then all the other ones just seem to blur together for me. Even 3D yeah. World, which I thought was pretty fun. And yeah. 3D Lane, which I also thought was fun still felt kind of samey to me but if you show me like a side by side of those even like if somebody was like hey check this out and it was like uh, whatever the new super mario party is called i'm just like they look exactly the same like in in because you guys play them often enough that you can see the differences if somebody mm. showed me a side by side of um, odyssey and galaxy i'd just be like oh same game question mark but i don't know mm. i don't play them so that's fair even a side-by-side screenshot of like Mario Party and mm-hmm. 3D yeah, World yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Like, Same engine, probably. looks very similar. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because mechanically some of these games are fantastic, right? Mm. Well, mechanics matter to me. And that's why maybe that's why Galaxy and, and, and Odyssey still stick out to me. Even 3D World in that case stick out to me. Mm. But like the new Super Mario Bros. games play like stiff versions of the classic Mario games. Like mm-hmm. more formulaic, less daring versions of those, or just and with that same rendered style. So every new Super Mario World game looks almost yeah. identical, because Nintendo's yeah. not pushing the envelope with those. Yeah, it's true. And this, I don't know if this the the style of, and like how the characters are designed would even like allow for them to be that. Because didn't they? What there was a game that came out. There were actual like people in it. I can't. Uh, yeah, it was Odyssey, Odyssey. actually. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't know if if that's something where they're just kind of stuck in that now, and if they branch out, if 
it would probably be bad uh, for I them think because people would take a look at it and it's like, oh, this isn't this isn't Super Mario Bros. Give me the exact I, same thing from before. I think the key the key to different to like. I don't know. So if I'm thinking of Mario here, and we're going to do a 3D Mario game, like he's going to look like Mario. You can't change him that much. He's too iconic. Mm-hmm. Your best bet is to change the location and the mechanics, like in mm-hmm. the worlds, make the worlds really unique. And I think Odyssey tried a lot of that, like you know, with the really weird real people or the yeah. the food world or the four. Like that's why to me, I feel like Odyssey has an identity. And and at a glance, maybe you don't see that, and that's completely cool because it does look a lot like Galaxy in in terms of like a third person Mario game, right? Because he's just, mm-hmm. he's like he's mario but like the worlds and mechanics to me and the were all different enough that i i quite enjoyed the game and and and, can, and find it to be memorable but like not not the case for a lot of the other mario games but my, my point being is like crazy ass mechanics and weird locations are your best bet to differentiate mario yeah because like yeah. what are you gonna do like you can't make him like have armor and shit it's not <laughs> sonic no but it's something about the the, like the finish <laughs> of the graphics also and the, yeah. the color palette and such and such like yeah let's say Mar- if you just see like mario mid-air jumping in odyssey 3d world mm-hmm. you wouldn't notice the big difference because there's no like change in how it's finished but if you show anyone like a screenshot of like wind waker or mm-hmm. like even um breath of the wild or uh, tp they, they mm-hmm. look different like the model is different but also yeah. the finish of the graphics and the you know how it the, the texture of i don't know if i'm using this the, no. the, the correct no i understand terms here, but yeah. how it feels completely i was different. gonna argue i was gonna argue that uh mario is the same guy in all these games but then i think about kirby and yoshi and they do some fucked up graphic stuff with them and they're the same character so that mm-hmm. that that's like on your side, like that's that's your points in your favor. Like, would do you want like a yarn Mario game, Mar- clay Mario? I'm not being sarcastic. Like, is, those would be ways of. of I mean, but then you get things like hilarious. you do get Paper Mario and the Mar- like. There's a lot of spinoff Mario games that are that are doing their thing that are good. Like the Mario and our well, the Mario and Luigi series are pretty good. But I wish they didn't go 3D with them. You know, now that I think about it, like I like the 2D version of those games quite a bit. And now they're they're kind of starting to look samey with each other, which is a shame. Yeah, I think um I think the only the only uh game, and this is actually just remembering um the the Nintendo Direct. I think this was on the Nintendo Direct, but mm-hmm. uh this is probably one of the only standout Mario games where I'm just like, hey, I know what that is. Is the Super Mario Maker? Um. I find that yeah. easy to tell just because it's such a, you know, it's user-generated stuff. Cluster it's such a fuck. cluster that you can just be yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, I know what that is. And you use the assets from all different kinds of fucking games and shit. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mario Maker is a, it was a good idea, I think. It's a good, it's a good series. Uh, I'm not much for user-generated stuff or making my own, but... I definitely see why people are excited about it, and, and you're right, yeah. Shelby. Definitely has its own identity. Breakdown right of yeah, the UI I'm just and talking stuff. Like aesthetically, mm. that it looks different. Yeah, there's not like a lot of. Yeah, Mario's weird. I don't know. I, I get excited about a new Mario game, but it depends. If I see that new in front of it nowadays, I'm like, meh. I don't know. I'm gonna play this, but I'm probably gonna hate it. Uh, and I, and I probably will. Um, we should probably get the topic soon, but Shelby. Yes. Was there any any horror movies or awesome things that we watched lately that we want to mention? 
Um, there, okay, there are, but I actually just quickly want to mention something else. Oh, yeah, please. Um, Go ahead. And this is because I've been working a lot of overtime recently, but yeah. uh, on the downtime, um, or when I could, Resident Evil 2. Nice. Game. Um, I'm like, it's actually such a super slow crawl uh to finish that game but i did finish one campaign so that's really awesome and oh nice it's super it's it's really cool to see like what they changed um and how like certain scenes played out and just like um i don't know it's just it's a very good remake i'm glad i'm glad it happened do they uh, change a, a lot like does it feel quite different from the way the other one played the original well yeah the mechanics are 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 different um Nice. but it does feel it feels like it stayed very uh uh loyal to like the original uh resident evil formula i guess you could say uh but there's also a lot of stuff there that makes it really stand out um is it the memes it is not i haven't actually seen a lot of uh the biggest meme is the uh, dmx one Yes, that one's okay. I, um, I like that one. Yeah, Mr. Sorry. X is very scary. <laughs> uh, like this is um. Oh, I'll tell you a tiny, tiny story here. When uh, I was yeah. at the end of the game the other day. No spoil though. No spoils, and okay. I was fighting a boss, and um, I just this thing happens sometimes when I'm playing horror games where uh, my voice gets very high pitched, and I start like screaming, like "No, don't do this! Please don't hurt me!" All this like stuff. And this boss is like attacking me, and oh my God. Uh, I had lost track of time, and it was like eleven thirty. And uh, my landlord texted me, and he was like, "Or not my landlord, property manager, because he lives next door." I was like, "When's your party gonna be over?" Just as very like I told you about this. Uh, yeah, wrong, passive but aggressive. I, anyway, you tell me. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, when's your party gonna be over?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I told him we were watching a horror movie because I just didn't think he would understand if I told him I was playing a game because um, he's just kind of like that. But anyway, mm -hmm. uh, it's a good game. It's very scary. Uh, well, uh, oh, go ahead. No, it's just one of those things. Like, you know something's coming, but there's nothing you can do about it. So you just scream instead. <laughs> That's it. Resident well, Evil I'm, I'm playing through Resident Evil 1. I am at the end of Jill's campaign. I think I'm in the labs now. I'm excited. Once mm -hmm. I finish it, then I can start playing 2 as well. Yes. And uh, 2 doesn't have stupid-ass save ribbons, right? Uh, no. Uh, there, there's different modes like where you can... No, actually, I think you can play with one. I think there was the option at the beginning. I didn't. <laughs> I'm not fucking playing with that. It. So my only complaint about Resident Evil 1, because I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit. I'm playing the HD version. Mm. Um which actually, I don't know if it makes the game hard or not, but I'm pretty sure the HD version is what introduced the Crimson Heads. So that's that's stressful. But what, I find playing... What introduced the, the Crimson Heads? What? I, I read somewhere that the HD version introduced the Crimson Heads for uh, Resident Evil 1. Like when you would kill them in the older games, they would come back as Crimson Heads, but in in the uh, remake, they do? Pretty sure there are still... In Baron like, mind you, this has, it has been a very long time since I played the first one, but I'm pretty sure they exist in the first game. I kept reading that it was an HD thing. All right, one second. I'm going to look it up now because I don't want to give the wrong information. No, it's okay. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Let's see. They're spooky. I don't like them. They're not nice. Well, it's, it, it just makes going back to other areas even more uh, stressful, right? Mm -hmm. Crimson Head. Let's see here. What's the wiki tell us? 
And history. Nope, that's just stupid in game shit. I don't want that shit. Give me give me your your word first appearance. Whatever, I give up. I'm just gonna <laughs> pretend that you're right. I don't give a shit anymore. Crimson heads are annoying. Uh my point was that um I get too stressed playing games when I can't save a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. especially if I don't want to keep like if I, I only want to play for 20, 10, 20 minutes, like I'm not gonna fucking use a save ribbon for that little bit of time. Yeah. So then I'm like, all right, well, PlayStation in a sleep mode. Let's hope let's hope it doesn't turn off on me. I don't know. But, uh, that, there's auto save, so yeah. So I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm going. So I used to walk through really heavily for Resident Evil One because I didn't want to backtrack and waste time. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm gonna go more blind in Resident Evil Two, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And mostly just because save points. Let me just save my game. That's all I want. Yeah. Not asking for much. <laughs> uh, also, we finished uh, a Sentai series. <gasps> Nin-nin. We finished watching Ninja. That's our sixth Nin-nin. finished series now. Yes. In like the last six months, actually. It's very good. Um, yeah. And we're, we're halfway through a bunch of other ones. We started some new ones. Pretty obsessed. And uh, my partner, Megan, is, is a super fucking fan of Sentai now. She went from hating it to tolerating it to mm-hmm. not minding it to being obsessed with it. Like there was a big jump, too, from, from not minding it. <laughs> to to be like really into it. You'll get but now she's like eventually. Don't worry. Buying fucking props and shit from the show too and making like weird outfits based on characters that she likes. She's really <laughs> into it. And it's awesome. Because I'm also into it. So that's great. So you know, out there you think, hey, I could never like Super Sentai. You need to check yourself and yep. and watch Tokyo Future or something. Check yourself. Yeah, for sure. I love Sentai. It's 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 like my second favorite franchise after Dragon Ball. I get real pumped. <laughs> real pumped. All right, let's do the topic. So up next, topic. So core core is like I don't know a hardcore fan like this guy seems to have read wa- listened to all our, all of our episodes and commented on them he's a really he's really 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 nice and I like him and it's awesome that he supports us so that's like I'm bi- it's no matter what it's really hard to be unbiased to the game but the game we're talking about is Cortex Command uh, it's a two dimensional side scrolling action game this is what Wikipedia says developed by Swedish studio Data Realms. Um, and the games, I, I, it says release is 28 September 2012 uh, for Windows, Mac OS X, and Linux. Linux, sorry. And um, it's a piece. So, yeah. So, Steam is where I, I bought it. Yeah. I don't and know about that release date, though. I don't either because I was looking into the development. So, here's a blurb from Wikipedia. Um, so... As of May 2008, the game was described as being in development for approximately seven years, with Dan Tabar quitting his job in mid-2006 to work full-time on the project. No versions for game consoles are planned. The game allows several components to be modified using LUA and any files, such as scenes or levels, actors, weapons, and more. Influences for the game include the XCOM UFO Defense series. As of 2009, the full version is still being refined, as the game is still in extensive development. 
but includes unlimited play and extra features available in the demo. And that's all they have updated on Wikipedia. And then it just says release date on the twenty on twenty twelve. So I don't know. Do you know? Do you have more information, Seiji? Um, I think that is it's been like playable or like available since much much earlier because I I read somewhere that this was the actual like one of the inspirations for uh, Notch, the guy who made Minecraft to make Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And Minecraft this game. Like, it, it, Minecraft is before twenty twelve for sure, and yeah, this game. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. So one of the things that is That's notable about this game is, is is that like the the engine and how it's made and how old it is and how it influenced like other indie games and stuff like that. I think that that is one of the things that is very notable. I have to wonder if it influenced Terraria because Terraria has a lot of like at a glance, like it feels kind of. I don't know. I, when I look at the two games, if I was just doing the uh, Mario test Shelby is doing, if I was doing the PC game test, these would look very similar to me. PC like, game uh, although Terraria is an incredible game, and I love it. Um, yeah. But anyways, I wonder, I wonder if there was an influence there. How to describe Cortex Command. Well, I here's the question. Let's start this off. So my first question is, what were your expectations going in, or were you excited about it? And then how, how much did you actually get to play? So, I don't know. Shelby, you go first, since we, me and Sage, you have talked a lot this episode. Okay. Um, so I did download and play it at work for lunch once. Um, mm. And this was like a couple weeks ago, or actually a few weeks ago. It was I was a little confused at how certain thing worked and or works and stuff because i did a tutorial and then i thought okay i'll go to the campaign the campaign was totally different i had no idea what was going on um anyway and it was really weird i couldn't play it in like a certain like i could only play it in windowed mode like if i played it full screen like everything mm-hmm. seemed very grainy and weird oh weird anyway so played for for lunch hour uh and then yesterday because i've been like i had mentioned previously i've been doing um, a lot of overtime at work so i haven't been playing games or doing at, like other things as much lately and uh yesterday i had the mindset going into it, it was like all right i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna play this game like i'm gonna give it like a really good go and blah 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 uh so i downloaded it at home like my computer like the specs were you know more than what you needed to run it so i was like cool yeah uh and then i spent about an hour and a half maybe maybe like a little bit more maybe an hour and 40 minutes trying like messing with it because i kept getting this weird error that would pop up and no matter what i tried i could not get this game to run uh so i just got frustrated with it and uh and left it so i didn't i didn't play it and i wanted to play it yesterday because then it would be like you know fresh in my mind and mm-hmm. i can you know talk about it and stuff but yeah i just kind of feel bad that you know sit down for the first time in a, in a long time to play it and i couldn't get it running so and this is after like troubleshooting on google like seeing what other people did and there are a lot of ways to deal with the error that i got Mm. and uh yeah i don't know just couldn't play it that blows yeah it sucks a lot and i really i feel really bad because i want you know i want i wanted to give it an an honest the old the old college try is that what they call it (laughs) i think that's the expression yeah yeah no college try yeah um okay that's cool so I guess I'll go next. Um, I forget what my first question was. Expectation or 
how, oh, second was how far you got. So expectation is going to re-excited. Uh, I don't like PC games that much in general. So unless it's like an MMO, and that's even that's like not even I don't even like MMOs anymore. Uh, something unless it's like Overwatch. I just I don't have any nostalgia to PC games. I never really like playing them. I don't like the controls most of the time. Unless it's a first-person shooter, I don't like sitting at my computer to do games as much. I usually just use my computer for art or yeah. general utility. I like to play games handheld or on console. For, them, for whatever reason, my brain separates the two. And um, so I'm like looking at this. I'm like, Ugh. and it's not. And also, like, I don't like open-ended games very much. I wouldn't say it's a sandbox necessarily, um, but it's like pretty open-ended. So all these things mm-hmm. are stacked against me. I'm like, the only thing weighing on, if this is a scale of I don't want to fucking touch this game to I do, is because our good pal Core is on the other end of that scale balancing up like i love that he really wanted us to play this game mm. uh, to the point where he offered to buy it. i don't know i think we all bought our own well i did at least i had it through but, humble bundle i think i or must have because i don't remember buying it myself so i think seiji had it through that too right seiji correct yeah yeah okay well i bought it uh and you know whatever it's fun um yeah so i looked at that and i was like uh i look cute so i was like not completely against it but i didn't know what mm-hmm. i was going into but I played it late Friday night for like an hour or so, or maybe a bit longer, which is not a lot of time to give to a game. It's just that like I didn't want to play it. Like it, there was something I just wasn't in the mood for it, no matter how much to I me, mean, how much I thought about it. I'm like I don't. So like, please keep my opinions in mind that I am like I'm not the target audience for this type of game. I just don't particularly enjoy them. So uh, yeah. So when going in, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to go in like this game's going to suck. It's more like. I don't like these types of games, or at least this platform as much, so I'm not excited about it. Um, but I did play it, and I tried out the tutorial, I tried out a campaign, I think I tried one of the other modes too. It was like scenario modes, and one of them is like, um, I think it was like just Invader Base or something, and I got, I got fucked right away. Um, <laughs> but I watched, so one thing I noticed right away is I, I, list, I watched the like um, the, the cut scenes or whatever at the beginning, the, the story. Wait, that's we're getting into the game itself. That wasn't what I asked. What was the second question I asked? How much did I play? Like an hour or two. There we go. Sorry. Go ahead, Seiji. I'll <laughs> come back to the my opinions later. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a similar experience to Shelby's. Oh. Oh boy. My main computer that I use all the time is a MacBook Air, which I love, 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 love. And I I use OS X just because you know it comes with it. So I'm pretty used to it. And but I do have some problems here and there when I want to play a game. Because it's just not available. So the first thing that I checked is if it was available for my Mac. And it was. And I was really happy about it. Because then I would just be able to, you know, play it comfortably. And then I installed it and it wouldn't run. So I tried to run it and it crashes. And it just sends a random message about, you know, the application stopped. So I I googled it and everybody was experiencing the same thing. And apparently uh, I was uh, looking for messages like that from like a couple years ago. So mm-hmm. it seems like it, 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 even though it's listed as an, you know, as Apple compatible and also on Linux, um, it seems like, you know, it's abandoned or something like, you know, operating systems get, get updated and some software just, it needs an update, you know, to work. So it's probably that's, that's missing, but um, that was a bummer. And then... Uh, I had to take out my old Windows laptop, which is is not so much that it's that old. It's just that, and this is one of the reasons I like the Mac is because they last for much much longer. 
at the very least mm. they do for me like both i i had like like a, a couple of laptops before and they all just end up in really really bad shape like pieces falling <laughs> off of it and stuff like that Jeez. but anyway i i i, do, I have it in it and it works if you know if you plug it correctly and stuff like that so i did and i downloaded any brand and i was very happy about it but then i tried to go into full screen mode and it, <laughs> it just wouldn't like it'll send a message <laughs> like can't get can I get access to whatever mode and um you know how in this game like graphics are very like small like it seems like they're very detailed but yeah it seems like you're very far away so playing in windowed mode was a little bit of a pain. Um, it's really hard. So my expectations, first, I didn't know anything about the game. But because it was an indie game, I was expecting, you know, something kind of retro or I don't know why, but my mind went there. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to be what it is. Uh, I was expecting it to run more easily. Um, <laughs> and I played, I don't know, like two or three hours. Well, a game like this doesn't seem to have like um, the same. Like, it's not like it's like a game you beat, right? It's not like uh, Mario, where you could run through forty stages and you finish the game. So, however time much time you put into it, I guess is the most you're gonna get out of it. But um, so the game, like I was trying to say, like not trying to say, what I was saying earlier is the game starts off and it has like a story with some like still image cutscenes or whatever. I call them cutscenes, but they're like little storybook images. Mm -hmm. And I think only one person did the art, if I understand. It was quite a small team. But uh, yeah, it's cool. So the you know humanity is like to the point now where they put their brains into glass jars and they just take over robots and they they can just <laughs> switch robot bodies. So that's like the core of the gameplay, right? Like you're protecting your your brain. And uh, um, I don't I I so the first thing I did was just jump into campaign. I hit the tutorial, but then I accidentally hit escape or something and wound up not being able to trigger the tutorial again. Oh, so I tried yeah. to strip campaign, and I couldn't. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. You're on this planet. You're scanning the areas. Yeah, <laughs> didn't know what I was doing. Interesting. I was confused, and then I wound up restarting it. Like I was like, all right, I'm gonna start a new game again. Then I finally got the tutorial to work. Mm -hmm. So when I say finally played through a tutorial, I was like, okay, so this makes sense. So you have a base, but I think in the main game you would like launch and make your own base. But in this one, you start off in a base. You get your brain. You have your robots, and it teaches you how to play. So you know, you're like, you start off with like four robots, and you can hit one of the buttons to switch between the brains and move them around. Otherwise they have their own AI. And um, so you can like, or you have a shop and you're generating money. So you basically get to find like a gold deposit and, and have your robots like mine the money out or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're bringing the money and then you could order like supplies. So like a drop ship will come and drop mm -hmm. you a bunch of new robots that you can use or weapons or whatever. Like yeah, there's like healing drones and anti-aircraft and all that shit. So so your whole point is that once the enemy starts attacking you and I, I don't know how it works in a campaign but in the in the tutorial it's triggered so so suddenly enemies are coming and i, I lost the first time playing the tutorial because what the fuck i was doing the second time i beat it pretty easily but basically it has its base you have your base and it has their brain and you have your brain and they're trying to attack your brain and you need to defend it and attack their brain first person who destroys the the, the brain or the cortex uh, you know, gains command of the game, and they if they've won. 
I think that's where the name probably comes from. And um, there's also like, um, I think there's another mode where it's like you can attack the, just where you just attack. And I, I didn't do a lot of the scenario stuff, but anywho. So the, the actual game itself, the actual campaign has turns, right? But they're called days. So, so I was like mm-hmm. thinking of like a, RTSs at that point, like, um, like when I was forced to play Total War when left did the show, which was a big punishment. Uh, it was like, you know, it reminded me of that for a second. But basically, you have actions on your day, and then your enemy gets actions. At some point, you 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 play an actual game where you're then making your base and shit, but I never got that far in the campaign. And I just, yeah, I just got confused and tried the tutorial again. That was my experience playing the game and how I understand the game to work. But but I, I, should, I should throw in a few other things in there. So the game itself looks, it's like a side-scrolling 2D cartoony looking game if you played terraria uh you probably have a good idea of what it looks like and just like terraria you can dig and uh i think you can build too but i never tried actually building structures um mm. but basically you could dig you could dig into the enemy base you could dig around looking for shit um and 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 the controls are um there's probably a name specifically for it, but basically your direction is controlled by where your cursor is so you spin your cursor around and then you move, you know, WASD. So for up is like a rocket. You don't really jump. You just kind of rocket boost up. And then you have your left and right. Uh, and then you, yeah, you aim by moving your cursor. So that's that's it. And then you have a store full of a bunch of things. Like, like it's not like the store's not dinky. That's for damn sure. There's a lot of shit you can order. So clearly there's a lot of stuff you can do in this game. I just, uh, I just don't, didn't have the time investment or desire to like, sink my teeth into it but i feel like there's a lot there so but you guys played well maybe not shelby but definitely seiji played longer i'm curious if you have a different opinion on uh like what you do in this game it's curious because you usually focus a lot on story and lore and stuff like that i thought the intro was pretty awesome uh, yeah i liked I, it yeah it's a, definitely a lot more in-depth than what rob described but oh well by all means flesh it out i like the story a lot you, humanity had this religious war at some point and they were you know it was it, so this is like a post post-apocalyptic era where like humans have this big war and then mm-hmm. they describe that there was like this symbiosis between like machine and humans and humans were able to transfer their um their consciousness into machines and stuff like that and then there was a new era where like humans are just like using machines to to gain control of you know machines and stuff like that and something in, in those lines so in the game like in the, the in-game lore what happens is that your brain is able to like switch its consciousness i guess into the units into the robots so one thing you can do in the game is like if you have like three different robots you can switch be, uh, between those three, and then you can leave them doing something also. Um, but essentially, you're always controlling like the one unit. Yeah. So I was like the only thing that would be different. Um, I agree that I, I the first thing I did was play tutorial, and somehow I played I pressed escape because to me escape is like going back. What are your options or whatever? Yeah, escape usually brings up a menu too. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, that's true. And what happens is that I think I was trying to pause the game or something and then I press escape then I was like taken out to the main screen mm. and so it kind of like cancelled what I was doing and then I wasn't yeah. able to to find my way back to the tutorial so I actually like closed the 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 application and then I launched it again to be you know to get into the tutorial again and yeah I lost a bunch 
of, of times, probably like three times before I, I was able to like understand what I was supposed to do. Because I thought, oh, if this is a tutorial, then I should be safe to do, to do this thing or this thing. And nope, they just like <laughs> <laughs> run over you. My initial instinct was uh, after the tutorial. And when I actually finished the tutorial, I was like, oh, I'm, it, it felt good. Because, you know, what you have to do is just overwhelm the enemy, it seemed. Yeah. Um, one thing that is... I guess crucial to this game is that it has like an actual like physics simulator so everything is like pretty you know how in, when the physics are not very very close to reality things are very predictable and very square and you jump this way and things react in a very straightforward way but when there's like physics involved like actual physics mm-hmm. like some things like characters like their bodies tilt the wrong way and then you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Ragdoll physics, man. Exactly, like the, that that uh, runner game. Quop. It's called Quop because you use QW yeah. and OP on your keyboard to move. Oh, Quop. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it felt like that. <laughs> it, it felt like that in some sense when you're controlling the robots and you're trying to, especially trying to go upstairs. It was kind of wonky. Yep. My initial experience was, you know, trying to do a campaign because... It sounded like that's what you're supposed to do. And yeah, Yeah. I I couldn't make sense of it like at all. Like you were scanning planets and there was a lot of menus with a lot of settings. And I definitely don't like those things in my games. That's why I usually like like with puzzles and um, platformers and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I don't tend to gravitate towards like uh, strategy games. Same here. Or RPG, like some, some flavors of RPGs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking when I was playing this game, I was thinking, no, this is right up uh, Left's uh, yep. kind of taste. Uh, I think yeah. Left would would actually. I don't know if he would love it, but he would definitely understand it a lot better. Mm. Yeah, Sundary J would probably like this game, or at least understand it better too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I have no. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, out of my wheelhouse. What I ended up doing was actually you know going into like forums or comment sections and stuff like that and everybody was saying this saying the same thing oh you gotta watch this video that explains this very well so i went to that video and there was a lot of explanation and once Mm -hmm. you know it's explained to you what campaign mode is actually about then you kind of understand um can you explain it to us it's kind of like mario party that's that's (laughs) how i would the, the, it's, okay. it's turn-based, but you have to set it up yourself, right? So in, in the first screen, you you like pick a side, you pick your faction, or your like I don't know how it's called, your guild, or I don't know how it's called, and mm-hmm. you put settings basically in there, and then pretty much like Mario Party, you can pick like how many turns, and then each player, you will be one of the players, and then I guess the uh, the other ones will be computer mm-hmm. um, control, or I, I think there's a way to do multiplayer, but I didn't try it. And then you have your map, and the map there's like map points, and you have to control those map points. So you choose to go to to one place and then scan the area so you can know what the map... I, I guess it's generated at, at that point. And then you mm. set up your, your base there or whatever. And then if two players pick the same spot in the in the same turn, I think they go into like battle mode. I think that's basically oh. how it works. So you're, you're basically control uh, uh, fighting for, for territory. Mm. 
but oh. it has that added element of the turns and the map and the scanning and all these. And then there's the other yeah. one, which I don't remember how it's called, in which you pick like a mission. Scenario, I think it's called. Scenario mode. Yeah. And that is more similar to the tutorial, although it has its own differences too. Because in the tutorial, I think they give you all the tech, right? Yeah. But in the mission mode, I think you pick between like specific sets of tech. Pretty much like in StarCraft, like you're one of the races and here you, there's like factions. I don't know how it's called. And mm. it, so it depends. Some factions will be stronger against some others and stuff like that. And they can be a little bit different. I think there's one mission where you go and pick something and you have to bring it back to your base. You go and pick like a thing. I don't know. Like I'm a guffin of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> but the mechanics are pretty much the same, yeah. <laughs> I think that, uh, that sums it up pretty as best we can with our limited knowledge. Uh, Want to go to damage? So damage system is um, game has three hearts. We're responsible for one heart's worth each. So we can do no damage, which means we fully recommend the game to full damage, which means we would never recommend the game and then everything in between. So yeah, recommendation system, not based on quality. It's heavily biased. Um, Core, we love you because you are you are a great fan and a seemingly nice person, nice enough to send strangers uh, money for games that you want us to play. So that's that's uh, uh, you know you're a nice guy. Um, so uh, I'm a little biased in favor to be nicer to the game. At the same time, I don't like this type of game. But anyways, we we appreciate it. Um, and I, I'm, this has probably been disappointing to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But onward to the damage. And you know what? I'll go first. Um, so I have a list of some woohoos and boohoos from my time playing it. Uh, for woohoos, I thought, cool scenario. I liked the graphics for the time. I thought the music was pretty cute and uh, had a lot of options, which is pretty, which is good. I like options for games. My boohoos was difficult to understand UI and gameplay. Takes forever to load. The fog of war looks bad. And yeah, that's it. I mean, there's other stuff too, I'm sure, but that's what I wrote down while playing it. Um, would I recommend it though? I, I don't know. Like, so I have friends that I would say you should try this out. Like, and we mentioned two of them. So you know, Lef, my friend JP. Uh, I have other friends who might enjoy this type of game who might even have played it for all I know. Um, so I think there are people I would recommend it to, uh, but it's like a niche audience. Like, you have to like PC games. You have to like older PC games. You have to be cool with the idea of like figuring shit out for you there's a lot of hand holding and and sometimes you want hand holding in a game like i i do sometimes i want to just get into it and play it and and not have to think too much about what i'm doing this one requires a lot of heavy thought and planning in my opinion um man i don't know uh definitely people who would like it it's easily accessible which is nice uh it's a small team that, that did quite a bit with it. it inspired minecraft which is the news to me so that's pretty cool i will go with half damage bam i don't care who goes next uh shelby i guess um, i do care well i <laughs> from what i remember i feel bad like even damaging it because like from what i remember of the game was from three weeks ago so <sighs> <sighs> so i wish i'd been able to play it yesterday um <sighs> okay, well Oops. I sound like something shattered. They dropped anyway, my phone. That's uh of course faith in us when he 
listens to this episode. <laughs> anyway. <Aww. laughs> um (laughs) the uh the first time i played it um the escape thing did happen to me Uh, i was playing the tutorial and i thought if i hit escape i'd be able to pause the game or it would just at least bring up something that would stop the game because i you know wanted to i wanted to go to the old googles there and see what the old googles supposed to do um but yeah it just totally took me out of the game so i was like all right i have no idea how to get back to the tutorial similar to what happened to seiji so then i started a campaign and i didn't know how the campaign worked there was a lot of stuff going on on the screen i had no idea what the hell was happening um when i did the first turn or whatever i guess i did this thing called the orbital scan it just like goes like i guess into that level and like kind of like scans the terrain and then you're supposed to pick a spot to land but i had absolutely no idea how to do that and i guess you can change like there's this slider and this is something that i learned yesterday because i was just kind of looking at um different reviews for the game just to see Mm -hmm. if there was something that i missed that would make like playing the game stupidly obvious or something um and the people playing the game made it look really really easy um there's this little bar that you have to slide and that's how much money you put into like this that you this is like your little campaign budget or your little expedition budget or whatever um and even you know what even that's probably fucking wrong i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) uh anyway it was uh you know the amount of uh of struggling that i had to do to try to get the game to work yesterday and then it didn't work and then you know I, I feel like this game could really benefit from like a UI overhaul. Mm. And, but I mean, it's a small team. I doubt they're ever going to get to that. Um, I don't even know if they're still updating the game. Uh, yeah, week. actually. Wonder. I'm going to go check the community hub later and see if that's something that's happening. Um, what the fuck else was I going to say? <laughs> Sorry. It's just, I'm so like this. This. I, I want to really like this game, and I and, yeah. you know, just you know, I'm, everybody here feels the exact same way that they really wanted to like it for core's sake. But um, anyway, and that my damage doesn't feel very fair, but I'm also gonna go with half, um, just because I like kind of a middle of the road, because I don't know. I don't. She doesn't know. know. Don't I don't know. know. That's perfectly acceptable, Shelby. I feel bad. You're allowed not to know. You're allowed not to know. It Your was experience probably, the game is rough. Yeah, and you know what? This game, it probably was not the. I feel like any game that I played during this time, where mm. I am, I am busy with the with the work and things to make sure yeah. that I can still live and not be homeless <laughs> and stuff out on the street. I feel like any game uh, would probably get a harsher. <laughs> uh, so if if Cora complains, he just doesn't want you to live. Like he just doesn't care <laughs> yeah, about yeah, you. Definitely sure yeah it's like you know it's like i get mad when people don't like final fantasy 7 so maybe this is core's final fantasy 7 oh maybe and you know what though this game gets a lot of really good reviews um, steam reviews are quite high for it yeah so it's you know it's not to say that this game sucks or anything it's just you know people, yeah. people different people you know you know the one person who would sh- who should get our opinions more than anyone else core yeah. Core because he listens to the episodes. So he should know uh how we might feel. And already. Maybe he, he's already planned this whole episode. He knows exactly what's gonna happen. He's like, these guys are not gonna like this he's game. He's gonna, gonna release this episode them. before we release this episode. Yeah. 
His predictions episode. Seiji. Oh, yeah, you did have to. Yeah, Seiji. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Same feelings. I oh. really wanted to like this game because it was recommended to us and that doesn't happen very often. It's true. And so it hurts. It hurts like that because I really, really wanted to, you know, play the game and like the game and comment about the game and make jokes in the future and references to this game. I don't know if <laughs> any of that's going to happen. Um, oh, no. So I'm, I'm, I'm the type of guy that when I'm in the real world, like I read instructions, I read signposts, when I go to places I try to respect the rules and I want to be aware of, of what to do and how to act and stuff like that. Mm. But when I'm playing games, I'm kind of like the opposite. <laughs> like when I'm playing games, even menus bother me. Like I just want to get to the game. Right? I don't want to read any instructions, tutorials. I, I don't read them. I just skip everything. I just want to go to the game. Let me figure it out. If the game's well designed, I'll will figure it out. If the game itself, like the, uh, the like by itself, needs some explanation, I trust or I expect the designers to design the content in such a way so that it's fail safe and that you have a you know there's a there's a space for you to try stuff and the game will guide mm-hmm. you right. I expect this from games. So that's usually why I don't like games that have very complicated UIs and strategy games and such and such because it, it those types of games expect you to, you know, to read what's on screen, to read additional yeah. content outside of the game, to know what you're doing, to find yourself in, in it and set up stuff. Like, I don't like that in games. This game is pretty much like that in which it expects the player to... To be prepared, I guess. But even worse is is that I don't even think that the game is expecting the player to go through a path. And that's a problem for me. It, it feels to me like it's very software-ish in its approach. Like, okay, so you can do these types of things. So, yeah, go for it, right? Mm-hmm. I needed a path. You know, I needed something in the game to tell me this is first this is second this is third but that there wasn't and it feels pretty much like that like scenario mode you just go and pick a scenario like i i don't even think that the missions are in order of complexity except for the tutorial one i played like a few of them and and it seemed like they were like not in increasing order of difficulty or anything like that they were just like different types of scenarios um the game doesn't really explain like which of the of the factions to use and stuff like that. It's just like, it's everything. It's in there and you just set it up. Um, so that was a problem for me. The mechanics themselves, I think they were interesting, but because of all the extra stuff, like uh, it was very, very hard for me to get in, into them. Um, it, it's a very complicated game for me to play. Now, all that being said, I will usually go with full damage because I just, I don't know, like it's not my type of game. But I was, I, I did think like I would really like some people's opinion, specifically Lef, it would have been nice to, to to listen to Lef playing this game. I think he would be mm. telling us that we are just like newbies or like... <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about, probably. Yeah, like get good and I don't know, something like that. Get good, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys are fucking stupid. This game is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so because of, of that, 
so I do know some people, specifically the, the one person uh, who I would tell, hey, check this out. I'll go with three quarters damage. Oof. Here we go. That's it. We did it. That's that's the game core with everything you wanted. I know you'll comment and then uh, so we'll find out. Oh my God, no, Cora, here's my prediction. Cora's going to be like, hey, you know what? I knew this would happen. You guys, thanks for trying it out. Uh, <laughs> it means a lot to me that you would make it the feature of the episode. Sure, you shat on it a little bit. Oh, you didn't no. really try that hard. Oh. Um, clearly, I don't mean that much to you as a fan, and I'll never listen again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Something like that, or some 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 reasonable response. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so... There you go. Hey, hey, the few fans we have out there, you got a got a game that you love that you think that we'll hate. Uh, send it to us so that we can disappoint you. Yeah. Do you want and, us to uh, shit all over a game that you love? Yeah. Just fucking send, do it. send it our way. We'll we'll put the minimum time into playing it, and then we'll <laughs> complain about it, and then our computers <laughs> won't run it, and we'll, uh, we'll be busy. <laughs> yeah. We're awful. We're bad people. Except, <laughs> you know, CGC is fine, but uh, yeah. you know, me and Shelby though. Bad people. Look, yep. Thanks, Core. <laughs> we love you. Uh, so, um, thank you for listening. Cartridgeclub.org. Uh, next week, say, next episode, Sagey is going to tell us about Smash Brothers. Yep. To so look forward to that, and uh, you know, just keep keep listening if you if you could find it within yourself to do so. After this fucking embarrassment, after after Cortex Command Gate. <laughs> I feel like a part of him just picked Cortex Command because his name's in there. We could just like call it. Well, uh, actually, never mind. I was gonna say let's call it CC Gate, but that's there's oh, a CC Gate that happens here all the fucking time, anyway. Yeah, so. like those those fucking like Cartridge Club. I mean, after P one left, just it just it was ran to the ground. Musty Hobbit's ego is 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 unchecked, <laughs> and fucking Rocket Sauce is just throwing his weight around. Oh boy, don't get me started on Pam. I mean, these people—they—they just—they don't care. They just—they—it's their club now. Their rules. Oh, <laughs> with, no. the brother, with the brothers gone, it's the new overlords, and you know, like, where's all where's all the constant BB praising? Back when back when Mark was around, it was always great how great we were, and now nothing. Sure, you know we don't update the site. We want we, to see them. We're busy, and we don't really are very active on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Seiji does stuff, so you know what? Yeah. Seiji's keeping bonus battle together. You could say Seiji's almost like the, like the brain, like the the cortex, the core. Yeah, yeah. the core. Yeah. And if you brain. destroy Seiji, you destroy us. And I'm far away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why we hit our brain somewhere else where you guys right. can't find it. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get away from Seiji because that guy will hijack our bodies at a moment's notice. And they talked about, you know, m- machines and man merging together, which would describe Seiji pretty well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, it's just Rob. And Shelby. And Seiji. Yay. Bye-bye.
Um, if if the Pokus stuff is too is too weird, you can cut it out if you want. I don't care. If you find it's funny, it's we've we've uh, discussed it. worse things. I yeah, did. good point. I thought it was funny too, but I always get self conscious. All right.